Hey everyone, I am Yuno Gasai, and this is Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy. Thank you for listening today. I hope you guys have all had a fantastic week. I hope it's flying by or has flown by if you're done with work and just enjoying the day. Today is great. My week has been long as shit. It's been annoying, but I'll be okay. And we'll fly through it. And then from here, I'm going to lose my mind. My brother just turned 32. Damn, that means we're getting old. I'm turning 31 next month. Um, I don't know what the astrological sign is this month, but whatever it is, just your season. Have fun with it right now. And then we're in Virgo season, which hurry up because I don't want to get to Libra season. I'm a Libra and I love it. Um, so for the show, if you ever want to reach out, you can do so now easily on any social media. Just look for Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy or Lifestyle GBB, whichever way you put it in, you'll find me. And that's Lifestyle G is in George, B is in Black, B is in Boy. You'll find me that way. Uh, if you're listening on the Anchor app, you can send me a voice message and I'll play it on the show. Now, Some of the voice messages I have heard are a little crazy out there, but that's okay. Um, Just know that if you decide to use curse words and you're cursing me out and it's more than nine curse words, I'm probably not going to play it. I'm all good till the 10th one comes out. And I'm like, well, damn, I lost the point of it because now I focus on bitch, hoe, and damn so many times that I don't remember anymore. So I probably won't play it on the show, but, you know, I'll still listen to it. Uh, if you want to reach me by email, you can do so at lifestylegbb at gmail.com. That's lifestyle, G is in gay, B is in black, B is in boy, at gmail.com. And I'll gladly read your email. I love to feature you guys on the show, your content on the show. And it's just amazing. So today, before we get started with the show, there's some people I want to give shout outs to because I have been listening to your podcast and I have been loving it. I will tag each and every one of these podcasts in the description of the episode and all of my social media posts so that you guys can find them because I think there's some pretty good listens. Um, The first podcast that I've been listening to this week is called The Cut. And imagine being in a black barbershop with just a bunch of dudes just talking. It's just just having a great time. The conversations go to many different places. They also have many different aspects and you're just listening to the opinions of so many different black men. And sometimes there's black women on the podcast. They have featured a couple of people and it's just great to listen to. I mean, especially if you just want to hear a group of black men just shooting the shit with no boundaries, talking about some great things that maybe you were thinking about, listen to it. Um, the next podcast that I do want to mention is By Furious, which is hosted by Mixed Girl Maine, and her other podcast called Militantly Mixed, which is, they're both just great. You get to hear the opinions of multiple people and uh, Mixed Girl Maine's opinion of so many things, so, so many things, different topics. I was on one episode and it was about being identified as queer. I had never really used queer as a term to identify myself, even though I am a part of the queer community. And my existence on this earth and so many other places, 
queer was always a negative word when I was younger, starting out, and then it became a very positive, empowering term that accompanied the LGBTQ and there's other letters community. I had never said it until I started to understand queer more. Then I actually identified as queer. And now talking about it on her podcast, it was a very eye-opening experience. One that I didn't think that I would have. Um, Militantly Mixed is another podcast by Mixed Girl Maine. This one is a podcast that's about race and identity from a mixed race perspective. Very, very interesting to listen to. Me being someone who is not mixed, or at least I don't know if I am, uh, it's amazing to hear a point of view that I had never taken into account. And now that I get to listen to it, it's like, well, this is amazing. Read me for filth because it's just amazing. Um, Another podcast that I was listening to is called The Warm Up Podcast. Um, And it's comedic. It's a joyride that you just can't get off of and you don't want to get off of. I was dying laughing at my desk at work, choking on my coffee, choking on water, and then just started choking on air because it was great. I laugh at it. Just a bunch of dudes, bunch of dudes, just being dudes, just talking as dudes. (laughs) They're bros and I love listening to it. It's a pretty damn good podcast. Um, And then the last one that I want to shout out is the Black Radical Queer podcast. And it's really good. Um, The Black Radical Queer podcast, I actually just started listening to on Tuesday of this week. Um, The host, she is amazing. And I have to shout her out. So I'm just looking for a name on my laptop. Um, But the podcast itself you're listening to a podcast from a queer woman of color and she is giving you life in all different ways you know she's bringing blackness and queerness together um the podcast has different episodes about dates the best and worst ones (laughs) social media all kinds of different things that maybe you're thinking about you want to hear a black queer woman's perspective on it y'all she has already blown my mind couple of times and I just started listening. So I'm about to stand for you and listen to you until I can't listen anymore. And that means either I have gone deaf from being at rave parties or circuit parties and losing my mind, or the other side of it is I went deaf because I was listening to some very, very, very loud music and some headphones. Either way, I feel like losing my hearing in the those manners might be quite fun. <laughs> uh So that's just a little shout out that I want to give people I've been listening to. I love listening to podcasts, y'all. Now that I've understood what they were, started podcasting and getting into it, it's pretty, pretty good. So before we get started as well on the topic of today, I want to speak about two things that I talked about in the last podcast. The first being Sudan. Sudan, they are moving on with this transitional military council so they can get to a democratic rule. And through this, the Sudan opposition, the people who were protesting, who were being murdered and slaughtered, they have picked their first post-Bashir prime minister. Um, So with the transitional military council, there is going to be somebody who's going to be nominated and then elected as the prime minister of that council. The people, the 
the opposition, as they've been called, the protesters, are the ones who are going to pick that prime minister. Um, the person that they've chose, I'm probably going to say the name wrong, is Abdallah Hamdak or Hamduk. Uh, and they picked him on Thursday. They said this is who that they want to represent them, who is going to be the prime minister and will hopefully be a part of the forces of freedom and change. That is the name of the council or the opposition who are going to pick him as the prime minister. Um, according to their constitutional declaration, this was agreed upon earlier this month and they just reported it on Thursday. Um, this came from African News. And the Opposition Alliance are going to nominate uh, Muhammad Alfiz Muhad. If I said that wrong again, please let me know. As their public prosecutor. Um, and he's going to be the head of the judici- judiciary process in Sudan. Um, another huge step. They're taking this from just outlaw way and the rebel military who was taking control and getting the court system back in order so it's fair and just for anybody who's going to be a part of the process and they will be prosecuting the individuals who murdered people during the protest all right um so that's sudan news and then in kashmir uh there are some things that are happening the situation is starting to deteriorate a lot more um security forces in kashmir Uh, detained a journalist and then released him on bond. That's what's happening. So it may not sound like the biggest thing right now, but when a journalist is detained for doing their job, that means they're taking this blackout of media seriously and some more is going to happen. You can pretty much anticipate when this is done in any country in any way, shape, or form, it means that violence has or is going to occur or something that will be considered very negative to people's happening. Um, When I talked about Kashmir previously, it was about their sovereignty being erased and being absorbed by India and other other countries. Indian rule is that way. Kashmir has always had the ability to establish their own rules and system of government, and now Indian politics are going to absorb that, is what it looks like is happening. Um, The journalist who was arrested and detained and then released on bond is Irfan Malik. Um, He's a part of the Greater Kashmir News, and he was apprehended by security forces on August 14th, and he was released on bond on August 16th. He's a correspondent with Greater Kashmir newspaper, and his home is a part of Trawl and Palwama, the Palwama district. I Again, I'm probably saying these things wrong. Um, he was questioned and was released after signing a bond. It's not immediately known why he was detained, but Kashmir is going through this period of a media blackout where information is not being reported or presented to the world. So he was most likely doing his job as a journalist, and they said, not today, girl, we're arresting you. The t- situation's going to probably escalate at this point. This is just speculation on my point. Um, hopefully it doesn't. I'll keep you updated because world news, we got to know about it. We hear about the shit that happens in our country every day. Uh, so today's episode is going to be called Black, Gay, and Living Duality. 
I fucked up my whole title. <laughs> so it's gay, black, and living with duality. Um, duality is a concept that I have focused on a lot. Not on this show. This is probably the first time I'm actually calling it duality. But talking and explaining some things that I talk about and explain are concepts of duality. Um, duality itself is a pretty great thing. And you know what? We'll start off with our first quote. Our quote of the day is about duality. And this comes from Anton St. Martin. A, he's a uh, author who has a pretty interesting points of view. Um, it sounds very hippie-ish in some ways, and I kind of like them. But the quote is, if we never experience the chill of a dark winter, it is very unlikely that we'll ever cherish the warmth of a bright summer day. Nothing stimulates our appetite for simple joys of life more than the starvation caused by sadness or desperation. In order to complete our amazing life journey successfully, it is vital that we turn each and every dark fear into a pearl of wisdom and find blessings in every curse. Again, that came from Anton St. Martin. And it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. I get it because when I first read it, I had to look at it at least about an hour just to start feeling what was being conveyed in Anton's quote. And it really brings me to what duality is. So duality, you may have heard the term before um, on MTV. If you're in the age of MTV when they were playing music videos, this cute little band named Slipknot made this song called Duality. Great song, not for children, and don't listen to it if you're in a, how would I say, happy mood. I mean, you can be happy and listen to it, but this song, it is about getting some anger out, talking about the shit you've been through to get to the next moment. Um, it's, I think it's great, though. Um, you also may have heard the word on an obscure Jeopardy question. If you love Jeopardy as much as I do, they have mentioned duality on Jeopardy a couple of times. But duality teaches us that every aspect of life is created for balance. Um, The balance of life, the balance of scales, inanimate objects, Libra season. This is something that reigns and rules in our life every day, every moment. And you may not even realize it. Um, every interaction in every aspect of life is caused by competing forces. Duality is all about teaching us that aspect of competing forces and balance. Uh, I can take duality in many directions. One example I'll give is the law of duality. Um, It simply states that everything is on a continuum or a spectrum. It's all the same thing, but there are two different extremes for any situation. If you want to put it into a physical reputation, take a coin. A coin, a quarter, nickels, dimes, pennies, drachma, drakes, (laughs) shillings. Take any coin. Doesn't matter where the coin's from, no matter what it represents. That coin is a physical piece of duality. And I say that because both sides of the coin, if you have a monetary coin, are different. Take a quarter. 
the front of it, we call it heads, and that's where the face is. The other side, we call tails, and that's where the eagle is. Or if you have one of the commemorative quarters, you've got state stuff on it. That coin is duality. The duality comes from the fact that the coin is all one physical entity, but the sides of it are completely different. And the sides of a coin can do so many things for you. I mean, flip a coin and say, hey, I'm going to flip a coin if I decide to go to work today. Heads I go, tails I don't. That's duality right there in action. Because once you flip that coin, one of those extremes is going to happen. Take another coin flip that I think is great to do. I'm going to coin flip if I decide to take a shower today. I have done that. (laughs) Judge me if you want. But that's another example of duality. The coin itself is going to one extreme or the other because neither side is the same. And it's all a part of the same property. Uh, You know, we see it every day in what we do. And I like to represent duality in one other way. I love pancakes. I think we all love fluffy discs of cake that come from a pan and have a buttery, buttery outside. Delicious. A pancake itself is duality. The duality comes from the actual pancake batter before you cook it, while you're cooking it, and after it's done cooking. You take a dollop of pancake batter, or if you're like me, I like to just dump the whole bowl into a cast iron skillet with a buttery seasoned based on it. And when you drop that batter into the pan that is now hot from the heat, duality is starting right there. That pancake batter is one physical entity and you're dropping that into the pan. The side that is down is now cooking and becoming crisp and buttery and golden brown. The side that's facing towards you or up is now bubbling from heat coming from the other side. That's duality right there. Same physical property, same entity, experiencing two different extremes. Because once you flip that pancake over, it doesn't even look like the same thing that you initially dropped in. It was probably white, runny, or a little thick. I like my pancake batter a little thicker to get a fluffy pancake. And then once you flip it over, it's got this brown golden crust that just looks like it's delicious and shall be delicious as soon as it flips right on over. Boom. (laughs) That is duality in probably the simplest terms that I can take it. Um, So when I think about duality and looking at today's society, the concept of duality, it plays some major roles in our lives. The basic way I look at it is as a kid, we all do some dumb shit. We'll stick some hangers in electrical outlets. We'll decide to try to lick a frog Um, or we jump out of a tree knowing that that shit is just way too high. Our parents, of course, have told us, don't do that, it's dangerous. My parents would always use the term, a hard head makes a soft hind or soft ass, which means you're gonna do something we're telling you not to do and then you're either gonna get hurt or you're gonna get a whooping because you did it and you deserve it. You have led yourself to this point. so, you know, when you decide to stick the hanger in the electrical outlet, and you're like, oh, oh, well, I don't know what that feeling is. It's a shock. There you go, right there. Jumping out the tree and you break your leg or you get bitten by a dog that was by the tree or fall face first or ass first into some dog shit that was under the tree. 
there you go. You're doing an action. There's one extreme to your action, the joy you get from it, and the instant regret that it's over. That is duality. Um, you know, And then we see it in our political world. We see it in our political world, and uh, we all know Individual One was elected by some very, very horrible means, and Russia interfered, and it wasn't a fair election. We know that. But let's look at before we got to the election and looking at the election lead-up and process. So the year that the campaign was going on for Individual One to get into the White House 2016, there were so many things that happened. We had, of course, the xenophobic rhetoric, anti-woman, bigoted person who is now in the most powerful position politically in our country. And at the same time, we had the largest women's march in American history. We had the face of neo-Nazism and white supremacists being more common than anywhere and wanting to take us back to the age of Jim Crow. But then we had women saying, nope, don't you do that. Then we also had the protest that was getting huge and is still huge and is big with Colin Kaepernick and taking the knee. And we had our Black Pride, Gay Pride, Black Power resurgence that occurred on a larger scale, or at least the largest scale that people could see. And for myself, that's when it became real. And it's always been real, but as somebody who has faced racism, but always kind of shoved it off, I had the mentality when I was younger, facing racist things and racist acts going on as I can't see that from my house. I haven't dealt with it. So to me, whatever, to going to experiencing it, having to swallow my own words and say, uh, no, this is real. This is happening. You've been experiencing your whole life, but you've just been shoving it off as something that won't affect you. I've done that. I'm pretty sure other people have been there. To now, Black Power is, It's on the forefront of so many things that you see. You open your social media and you should see people saying that this is not right. Black people shouldn't be being treated this way. They've been saying it for the beginning of black people being here in America as slaves, but now you can easily see it and connect to it faster in a way that you have never done. Now, doing it on social media, liking posts, posting posts, making sure that people see what is happening to black people in this country is a great thing to do and it's huge. Also, go out and protest, be an activist. I am starting to do it more myself. I'm just going out and being vocal, standing out at a protest, just being a physical body there is doing more than you think because it's showing people that there are black people who can unite with how they're feeling what is going on in this world. <laughs> Let me get off my soapbox. But that is the concept of duality right there. Um, you know, we have somebody who is renting the right house. It's such a polarizing and terrible message that he sends and represents. But at the same time, we have people saying that this is not the world. We are the world and we will show you what's going on in the world. That's duality. We're all on this spectrum. And historically, we've seen America start as built on slavery, anti-people of color of any race. They came here and they stole this country from the Native Americans and then said to them, you're wrong for telling us that we're stealing it from you. That is how America started. 
That is one side of history. The other side of history is where we're at now, where people are saying, nope, we all have a place here. We're all people here and you will respect us. That is where we're at now. We've gone from two polarizing events. If you look at what's going on, um, the duality is on the historical timeline. The two spectrums of where this country started and where it is now are the sides of duality. Two extremes. One does not look like the other, even though we have people trying to take us back to the past. Right now, the whole fight looks completely different. Um, An example that I'll give to maybe make my point a little bit better is take food, fast food. And this is going to be a very food-oriented podcast. I'm not going to lie to you because a hoe is hungry. (laughs) But uh, take ordering fast food. Fast food is going to be our spectrum that we explain the political duality that we're in right now. You are hungry. You want food. So you decide, okay, I want something that is going to fill my belly, but I don't know if I want something that's bland or if I want something that's well-seasoned. So I'll take Panera as one side of the spectrum. Panera is probably the most expensive, bland, tasteless food that you can buy. Ugh. It comes in really cute packaging. You can try to eat it, but you might as well just start eating some cotton balls because there is no flavor to this food. At least that I feel. It's just bland. Um, so you can take that food home and you can, you know, doctor it up. Put your foot in it. Get some salt, some pepper, some garlic, some lemon more seasonings. You might even add some extra ingredients to it so it tastes better. You doctor up that food, you throw your whole foot in it and your damn leg, now it's got some substance to it. So the future outcome of how this food is going to taste is duality. Right now, you have that physical food in front of you. One extreme of it is it's bland, it's tasteless, it's gross, it looks like it was wiped off with a paper towel. The other side of it is once you doctor that food up, you throw that lemon, that butter, maybe pan sear the chicken breast they put on that sandwich. Take the bread itself and wipe it down with some garlic butter or something and then put it into a little skillet and you just sizzle it right on up. Now it's got some substance to it. It's got some body. It's going to taste like something. That's the other extreme of duality. The food itself is still just the same food that you picked up. But at one point, it's one way bland. The other point, it feels like you gave it to your southern grandmother and she's cooking something amazing with it. That's duality. That's the same thing that we're doing with our political climate that we're in. We started at one place. We're working to another place. And the duality is right in the middle. What are we experiencing now and where are we at? It's not physical. I don't really think you can hug the climate that we're in, but we're all experiencing it at the same time. That right there. Duality. So, we're going to take a minute, hear a message from some sponsors, and we'll be back. Alright guys, we're back, and We're going to keep talking a little bit about this duality thing. So, I've talked about duality just in your everyday life. We talked about duality on a political spectrum. But duality is 
a living moment as well. We experience it no matter what, no matter where we are, we experience it and sometimes don't even realize it. Uh, The effect of duality, it can be seen by just getting up and looking at the sky outside. Now, disclaimer, I am not telling you to go stare into the sun. Do not do it. It will hurt your eyes. And if anybody is into this new season of The Terror, which I love The Terror, it's an amazing show, fantastic. They are not paying me to say this, but if they want me to advertise for them, I will, because they came up with a damn good show. So The Terror, the first season focuses on a boat called The Terror and another boat going to the North Pole. A lot of people die. A lot of crazy shit happens. This new season is called The Terror Infamy. And on this season, it's based on Japanese internment camps, the time around Pearl Harbor. And it's actually a very good thing to have on TV right now because we see children in concentration slash internment slash ice detainment centers or camps. That's what we see. Very good show. Check it out. But... Don't go outside and look up directly at the sun. You will go blind. I'm telling you that will happen. It will. Um, When you are outside, though, and you guys probably hear they're working on something next to my house. I hope this doesn't interfere with the recording. Uh, But duality is the sun. It is the sun. Now, there's a couple ways you can think of it. The way I want to focus on duality as being the sun is the physical sun itself. Our sun is massive. It is huge. (laughs) I mean, there's no way to describe it because it is literally the biggest object that we can see with our eyes that is a part of our universe that is not on Earth. The sun is duality in a astrological sense. Um, The sun itself, it provides us our warmth, it provides us our heat, it makes things grow, it can also kill things at the same time. If you have too much sunlight or too much of the sun's radiation coming through our atmosphere, that same light that's providing us the warmth right now to just sit out and be comfortable, maybe on your back patio with a glass of wine or something, is fun that fun oh my god is duality (laughs) because that same sunlight can hurt us if we didn't have a protective barrier the sun wasn't light years away from us Uh, i don't think it's light year i don't know how many miles it is um if you're like me i like to smoke get high and watch how the universe works (laughs) so i see the sun and hear all these different things about it but i can't give you exact numbers um but the sun also has duality that we don't see, but we feel. Um, Well, it's kind of the same thing as the sunlight, but this is different. The duality that I'm gonna talk about with the sun, outside of just the light itself, is the most powerful force on our known spectrum of history, and that is gravity. The sun's gravity is way more massive and stronger than anything that we could ever feel, produce, or harness in the universe that we know of right now. Um, The gravity of the sun, it holds all the planets in place, and it also was working on the sun itself. Now, that gravity of the sun 
is so intense that if there was not an opposing force to keep the gravity from collapsing on itself, it could potentially become a black hole or at least an exploding star or a supernova. There's many different reactions that could happen from a star from our sun. The gravity of the sun, it's kind of like a... How could I equate this? You want say you're lifting weights at the gym. You're lifting weights at the gym and you've got this big weight. Maybe you're that hot guy I saw in the gym yesterday. Mm. And you know, you got a pair of blue basketball shorts on, a little Under Armour shirt that might as well be painted on and just muscles like pack, 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 pack all over the place. And you're lifting up this big um, weight, this big weight you got over your head. You got the barbells and you're doing squats, but you have the weights held above your head. One side of that duality, or we could say the gravity, the weights represent the gravity of the sun. It is something heavy that can be pushed down and will not stop its weight because that is what it is. It's just weight. And the opposite side or the opposing force of the duality is the man or woman lifting that weight or however you identify, lifting that weight. That force to lift the weight is one opposing side. The weight itself, just being a dead weight, is another opposing side. That's the same thing that's happening on our sun. Gravity is trying to push all this mass into one single point. The fusion reaction of our sun is pushing outward. That is stopping the gravity from collapsing in on itself. That's duality. That's how I can explain it. That's probably the cleanest explanation I can put in there that I feel like I've done so far. I feel like I'm just ranting about opposing forces. It's duality. I'm a Libra. This is how I balance my life. There's one force, there is one reaction, and there's an equal and opposite reaction to that. That is Newton's third law. Um, That's duality. That's what it is. So I say all this, to make the point that duality and balance give me hope for our current climate in America. That yes, we see despair on a massive level. We have mass shootings. We have all these things happening, but there's hope on the horizon and that things can change. This is all going to happen over and over and over again. And yes, it gets overwhelming. It gets depressing, but There's a celestial balance through this that is going to make everything right in this world. It happens with our actions. It happens with us speaking. It happens with us just being us. No matter what side of duality you support, there's always going to be an opposing force to what you're putting out into this world, and that is okay. Stay off Twitter, people. Uh, Get on Twitter if you want to, but take it as grain of salt and don't let that shit interrupt your life because myself I get on Twitter sometimes and I'm like well goddamn, this is the dumb shit people actually think is okay no <laughs> you can see it but it can become overwhelming don't let it do that to you because there's so much in this life that is opposing all that negativity there's so much positive there's so much change there's so many great things that are saying you won't do that don't bring that shit over here not today Satan mush it in its face and get it back in line. 
duality is there for us. And, you know, I think about something that I heard, and I this was from a television show called Political Animals. And it was a great quote, and Sigourney Weaver's in the show, and she's the one who actually says it. And I'm just going to paraphrase it, but she talks about most of life being pain. She says, most of life is pain. Dreams don't work out. People die. Your food burns. You're going to drop a delicious donut on the floor. Mm. Golden and just glazed to perfection. You're going to drop that donut, but the best moments of life are so far apart and fleeting that we have to enjoy them. Um, you won't reach that next moment if you don't keep going. I completely paraphrase that, but I take it as that moment where you take out that glorious Dunkin' Donuts Krispy Kreme donut and it's in your hand and it drops on the floor and now it's got shit from the floor on it and you're not going to eat it. You're like, fuck this. I can't blow it off. I can't rinse it off. It's a ruined donut. But you'll never get the chance to have another donut if you don't get that one shitty one off the floor, throw it in the garbage and grab another. It's the same thing with life. We can't get to the next great moment if we give up in despair and stop going. Yes, we know that individual one is in the White House. We know that there's a dumbass senator who said that populations in society wouldn't exist without rape and incest, you dumb fuck. We know that. But these people are going to keep spewing their dumb shit and we're going to keep saying our positive things for change and calling them out for the dumbasses that they are. That's duality. That's duality. So I, I, that's what I have to say on duality as far as my point of view. Um, but I do want to, of course, go to our looking glass and the things that we've been seeing, the things that I've experienced in day to day this week. Um, yes, there was that one senator, and I refuse to say that dumb fuck's name, who said that rape and incest are what created our population. That is a lie. We all know it's a lie, but the fact that he said this in a room full of people and not a single one of them from what I heard got up and walked out or challenged him on what he said, all of you who support this man are complicit in what he is saying. The fact that somebody could be so stupid to say that rape and incest are good things. This man is also the senator who said that there's a thing as consensual rape. What? You are just a dumbass, sir. You are dumb as fuck. One, how do you explain all of the happy families out there and marriages that have occurred without rape? These people are procreating and creating children. That is not rape. How about you take into effect in vitro that we have now, surrogacy that we have now, women having children and babies without the use of a physical man being there. That's not rape, that's not incest, and they're still procreating. Society is still building. Are you stupid? And then he had the nerve to say, if you look at each point of rape in our society, or if we were to map it out, uh, however the fuck he said it, and you remove those people, then life would not exist life would still exist. It would still exist. I, I say it myself. I'm not a product of rape. Hello? Come on. And if and if you are a product of rape, you're still a part of society. You're still a part of life. It doesn't devalue who you are. And I feel his statements are trying to devalue people. Like, oh, well, this has to happen or life wouldn't exist. What? 
just stupid. I want you to go grab a dick that is covered in herpes and eat the herpes off like corn on the cob. I hope that your car breaks down on the highway in the middle of nowhere so you can experience loneliness. But we all know you'll be in white supremacist country most likely when this happens and the good old KKK will come and change your tire or something. (sighs) Disgusting. Another just horrible thing that I've experienced this week, and I'm gonna have to check myself on this, is when people do things and cancel plans after all the work you've worked on. One way I'm gonna check myself is, Andrew, stop taking everything so intently on yourself. I am an empath and I will take on an emotion that I don't even need to take on. I can feel it, it happens. It is business, it is work, but I'm pretty sure we've all experienced it, where you have worked on something for days, weeks, hours, minutes. You've put a lot of work into it in that time span, and then it gets destroyed by one email or one phone call or one person saying, nope, cancel that. I won't be doing that. And you're just angry and you're frustrating. You hate it. That is what I experienced today. Well, not even just today, this week. Wednesday sucked because I sat there and I internalized it and got overwhelmed with the fact that I sat there and said, I did all of this work. I did all of this work. And someone's sending me an email saying, hey, nope, that's not gonna work for me. I can't do it. All that work fell to nothing. I felt like I wasted all of my time, got deep and deep and deep into my feelings and was so upset that I had to go and walk away from my computer. I hated it. It was I gotta read myself for a moment because I sat here and internalized something that was just business, took it personally, and was so upset that I just felt like I was gonna cry. I have to read myself on that. And we're all gonna do it at some point in our life, but don't internalize it and don't make that the thing that you think is all things because it's not. Uh, I do it all the time and I shouldn't do it. It's just, it's blatantly and just quite honestly stupid. Uh, I don't know why I do it. I do it because I'm human. I just do it just because I do it. (laughs) How else can I explain it? Uh, One other thing that I did see this week that I just think is duality and motion, but also want to talk about it through the perspective of me. Uh, Individual one told what was it? Is it Israel? I think it was Israel not to let uh, one of the congressmen of the squad into their country. Uh, I only saw it briefly and I really have to go back and watch and read it more. But outside of knowing the specifics of the situation, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. My allergies are going a little crazy. So you probably just heard me just inhale very deeply. I was not doing drugs. (laughs) But, uh, Individual one told them not to let her into the country. That is almost the worst that I have ever seen this Cheeto do. You literally told another country not to let a representative of our government into their country. You have said on an open forum that we are not standing together, that she is less than, and you go ahead and not let her in. For a a diplomatic platform, that right there says, 
I am a horrible individual who wants to run this like a dictatorship. You have literally told one of our, I'm not even going to say ally, one of the countries that we know that is doing horrible atrocities to its people to discriminate against one of our people of our government. That is what you have done. And you think that shit's okay. You think this shit is cute. It's not. Not in any form is it cute or okay. Now, another country has the view of us being dysfunctional, not supporting each other, but allowing bigotry and hatred and all these other things to be okay. That dictator rules are okay. What? You th- no, that is not okay that you have done that, that you have said that. And there are people out here who are supporting it, of course. We have the people who wear the Make American Great Again hats or whatever those red things say. And they, they see that this is okay. It's not. Whether you agree or disagree with somebody in our political forum, it's not okay for the person who's supposed to be in charge to tell another country to discriminate against somebody coming in. She could have been going to get an understanding of their country. She could have been going to maybe qualm fears or help set and build a bridge that could be beneficial to us all. But you said, nope, don't listen to her. Tell her ass to shut the fuck up and just get in line. How is that okay? How is that no matter where you stand, Republican, Democrat, right, left, was it donkey or elephant, whatever, how, how is that okay? In what form, forum does that become okay? On what platform does that become okay to show another country that they can deny us from establishing some kind of relationship with each other? The world is becoming so divisive, no matter where you're at. It, it, we're back to, uh, what was it? The uh, Red Scare days. We're back there where everything needs to be kept secret. Compartmentalization is on the rise and division and divisiveness are ruling the world. It's going to take us back to a point where people are just killing just to kill them. I mean, we're already there. We're, we are there already, but it's going to become global and massive just because. Don't despair about that because... There are people out here, social justice warriors, people who want to see social justice get to a great point. All of us who speak about it, we're doing the same thing. And you can do it by just listening and sharing with other people. Share how you feel. People want to know that other people feel the way they feel. It's just part of being human. And sharing and exposing and shedding light on situations that are happening behind us that we can't see through all the distractions that are posted and that we see are helping that move and helping create a climate where hope and everybody who wants to experience change can experience it. Um, that's all I got to say, people. And I don't really have much else to say because I feel like I got it out. Uh, but if you would like to contribute to the show, you'd like to be a part of the show, feel free to email me at lifestylegbb at gmail.com. That's lifestyle, G is in George, B is in black, B is in boy, at gmail.com. You can also find me on the social medias at lifestylegbb or lifestyle of a gay black boy. Search either on any social media platform and you will now find me. 
I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> um, that's where we're at. You guys have a great weekend. To give us a quote to end on um, from Ugly Americans. There's a quote that I love to post and I love to think about all the time. In America, we are taught to reach for the stars. We put our lives on the line. We try to do everything to reach the top. And for some people, we make it. And for other people, they regret regret the sacrifices and choices that they have made to get to where they are. It happens. It's okay. But I think we should leave the stars alone. Have a couple of drinks and pass out on your desk and maybe even smoke a blunt. I completely paraphrase that quote, but just enjoy you. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy yourself. And... I'll talk to you guys later.